Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back for more Gin Juice. I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has left a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to the podcast. I love getting your comments and feedback. It just really makes my day to hear that you're learning so much and enjoying what you're hearing. So I appreciate it. Thank you. And if you haven't yet, please take a minute and leave me a review. It really helps other people find the podcast. Just this week, I got this amazing review from a listener who said, I love what I'm hearing and I want to know more. Um, do you have a podcast episode on how to talk to your kids surrounding entering the dating world? Such a good question. And I am going to address that on an upcoming podcast. I have coached on this many times, but I don't think we've done a podcast on it. So thanks for your input. My comments this week are going to be focused towards you men. I have never dedicated a podcast specifically to men, and I feel like there is such a need for men dealing with divorce to get more help and support. I have many male clients, and I want you to know that I see you, and I know you're out there, and many of you are on your own. Men are much less likely to talk to family and friends or to get support of any kind from a coach or a therapist. I love helping men through this difficult time. So this is for you guys. Obviously, all of the tools and tips and thought work and coaching strategies and advice that I share here on the podcast applies to everyone, male or female, whether you're dealing with separation or divorce or not. So many of these principles and tools and strategies that I share can help you in your life no matter what you're struggling with. And we all have struggles, right? As I teach and share things with y'all, I want you to apply them specifically to your situation and your life, no matter what you have going on. Men and women really are different. And thank goodness we're supposed to be. This is the way God designed us. We each have unique qualities and characteristics that help us fulfill our divine roles as men and women. And these characteristics also make us compatible. We're not supposed to be the same. Some of the most unique qualities might make it a bit more challenging for us to talk about our struggles or to get professional help. Without this, you're much more likely to repeat the same patterns in your next relationship or marriage. You don't want this, guys. It really is so much better to do the work on yourself and become a better version of yourself for your future relationships and for forever. There are some trials and struggles that are unique to men, and I'm going to discuss those today. So tune in, guys. If you're listening and you know a great guy who's dealing with the struggles of separation or divorce, please share this episode with him. So let's talk about the challenges of divorce that men deal with. First, 
I want to talk about the presumption of guilt. I have witnessed this many times over the years. I think it's just the way we've sort of been socialized that it's probably the man's fault. He must have cheated or he must have left his wife and ended his marriage. And I hope this is happening less and less often nowadays, but it used to just be sort of assumed or presumed by most people that it's the man's fault. Now, obviously, this is not true. It's not always the man's fault. Honestly, it's probably 50-50. But many men assume that people think it's their fault. There are two parts to this situation. The first is actually being judged by others or blamed or somehow being treated less than because someone assumes it is your fault. And then the second part of this situation is that men are just assuming or feeling like people are judging them and people are assuming that it is their fault. We can all improve this situation by not making assumptions about anyone. We shouldn't assume it's the man's fault. We should just stop making assumptions about other people's lives, really. No one really knows the truth about any situation but God. So let's leave the judgments to him. It really isn't our place to judge. We all just need to mind our own business. Divorce does not make anyone less than anyone else. Divorce is not a sin. It's a fact of life, like death and taxes. It happens. Both people who experience divorce need love, support, connection, and friendship. Both are damaged from the experience. They're harmed in ways that you cannot possibly understand unless you have been through it. So be kind and don't judge. Choose to love others, especially when they're going through divorce. Now, guys, the perception or thought that people are judging me or blaming me because of the divorce, that's where you can do some work. This is where coaching can really help you become empowered to have your own back. We all want people to like us. Of course, you care what people think. We all do. It's normal. You should care what people think. And it's natural to fear that we're being judged or talked about or that people disapprove of us. It's part of our DNA and how we're wired. It's a protection instinct that we all have. It just means that you're a healthy human being on the planet and You're going to care what people think to a certain extent. Now, that doesn't mean it has to control you. It shouldn't be all-consuming. It shouldn't prevent you from being who you want to be or how you want to show up in the world. When you get to that place, when you can take a look at why we care about what people think, then it's different for all of us. We all have different motivations At different times in our lives, we have different fears, different stories that our brains are feeding us about why we should get everyone to like us and why that is the best thing. We really want to take a look at why we care so much and why we're trying to do that. Thought work is the key to uncovering that, okay? I teach my clients how to be confident in themselves and not get involved or concerned about what other people are thinking, because we really will never know what other people are thinking. It's not our business. But it takes work to get to that point where you can let go of being overly consumed 
about what other people think because it's so important for all of us. So don't beat yourself up if you care about it. Just get curious about why you're wondering and what that means. I know this isn't an easy situation to deal with, but it's important to recognize it and address it in yourself. Both parts of it, being judged or blamed for the divorce and your perception that everyone or that some people blame you for the divorce. The best way to handle this is with godly confidence in yourself. Focus on your goals for your future and don't get distracted by other people, okay? Focus on you, on your healing, your learning and growing because of your divorce. You will become a better version of yourself if you do this. I want to challenge you to balance your day and balance your life. Every day, you are responsible for taking care of yourself in four ways. You need to feed yourself spiritually, intellectually, physically, and socially. Every day, you are responsible for filling your own cup in each of these areas. Spiritually, this is the most important time for you to connect with God. He is your partner in your divorce journey. And he will help you get through the worst times. Go to him in prayer, not just on your knees. I remember crying in my car, crying in the shower, praying my heart out while I was running. And I will never forget those times when I just cried my heart out and in prayer and begged God for comfort. And it came, it comes every time. Go to his words. I remember finding exactly the right answers that I needed in specific situations, in just reading the scriptures. It is so healing and helpful. Go to his house. There is peace and solace and comfort in the temple, and he will come to you and help you get through this most difficult time as you turn to him. So make time for him every day, reading and studying your scriptures, doing Come Follow Me personally, listening to podcasts, attending all of your church meetings, taking the sacrament weekly, and going to the temple, you will gain spiritual power that you need to get through this difficult trial. And you will also gain peace and comfort from Heavenly Father. You need it right now more than ever to protect you against the power of Satan. You are vulnerable right now. You need heaven's help to stay safely on the covenant path during and after divorce. Intellectually, studies show that mental stimulation keeps your brain active as you get older, and even slows down the aging process, delaying cognitive decline and keeping you mentally sharp. It can also reduce stress and anxiety and depression. You need to continue learning in your life. We grow up going to elementary school and middle school and high school, and some go on to college or vocational training, and then most people stop learning. They work for the next 40 or 50 years, and then they retire. And it's not a healthy system and it's not enjoyable. We need to change this educational model and become lifelong learners. And the church is the perfect place to practice this. We're constantly given new opportunities to learn new skills as we're given new challenges and new opportunities to serve. So this is a perfect way to be challenged in different areas to learn new things and to serve others. There is so much fulfillment and joy that comes in life from serving others. It is really the cure for depression and loneliness and isolation and self-centeredness. Think about parenting. 
It's the most challenging, constantly changing, self-sacrificing thing you can do. Yet, it's the most rewarding. Challenge yourself to learn new things, try new skills, pick up a new hobby, study something you've never studied before, and then share it with someone else. It's a powerful combination. Physically, our bodies need exercise. It is so important to move your body every day. Even walking outside for 20 to 40 minutes a day does so much for you physically. Dr. Amen, the world-renowned brain doctor, he makes an effort to get at least 10,000 steps a day, not just for exercise, it's for brain health as well. And he makes a point to never sit down during calls. Instead, he always walks and talks. Just little things like this will increase your quality of life so much. Make sure you take time every day to disconnect from technology and just walk out in nature. It's impossible to get outside and look around and see the beauty and the majesty of the earth and not feel God's love for you. And it's 100% free, a gift that you can give yourself every day. If you know me, then you know I've always used exercise as my therapy and my drug. I love it. There's nothing better than getting those endorphins running through your veins while you're breathing fresh air. It's so important. So take care of yourself physically every day. The next area is socially. And this is an area where men struggle more than women. You need to build a healthy, balanced social life first. Get outside of your private world and practice your social skills in grocery stores and libraries, in the gym, or in your neighborhood. Men are much more likely to withdraw and isolate themselves from others and buffer instead of connecting with other people or talking about your situation. Now, buffering is what we do when we do something to immediately feel good and it distracts you from feeling your emotions. Things like overeating or shopping or scrolling on social media or playing video games or watching Netflix. All of these things are good in moderation, but when you're doing them in excess or instead of feeling your emotions, it's not good. So it's important that you learn how to feel your emotions and not resist them. And it's vital to the process of your healing and recovery after your divorce. So get involved with other people. We know many times men don't have social groups or friends outside of their spouse or family. So this is a good time for you to find those. Connect with colleagues or people that you share interest with, like playing sports or community events or find a hobby or a worthy cause. But you need to connect with other people outside of your family. All right, that covers taking care of yourself. All right, the third thing that I'm talking to you men about is do the work. Get over your macho mentality. It can be easy to think that women need help. Women need coaching or therapy, but it is just as important, if not more important, for men to do this work. I have learned from my clients that there is a perception that women need to get help and men don't. This is false. Remember, growth comes from owning as much as possible from your own experiences. Even if you didn't cause your marriage to end, None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. Look back over your marriage and take responsibility for all of the ways that you contributed to the breakdown of the relationship. All of the ways you didn't show up as the best version of yourself. 
and don't have a macho mentality. Y'all know what I mean. It's the same reason why men won't ask for directions when they're lost, right? You think I can do this without help. I don't need help, but you do. If you don't get help and you just bottle everything up inside, it could prevent you from having a successful relationship in the future. All right, get help from a coach or a therapist or both. Okay, number four, the false idea that I just need to get remarried and my wife will tell me what to do or my wife will help me. I've heard this many times and I promise you it's not true. The last thing you should do is jump into another serious relationship right away. You need time to heal. Think about it. If you broke your arm, you would go to the doctor, have an x-ray, get a cast, and then give it time to heal. Divorce is a traumatic experience. It's a serious break in your world. You need to check out what's going on inside of you like an x-ray, right? You need to do some introspection and take responsibility for your part in it. Just like going to a doctor to have your arm x-rayed, you need professional help. See a coach or a therapist or both. It will make a dramatic difference in how quickly you progress and how much you learn and grow from your experience. Just like putting a cast on your broken arm, you need to take a break from dating or being in a relationship. You don't want to jump right into another relationship. Put a cast on your heart for a while and give yourself time to heal. Only after this process has taken place should you consider dating or getting remarried. Number five, invest in your relationships with your children and your other family members now. Use this time to deepen your relationships with those other important people in your life. You are not alone. And if your children have gone through this divorce with you, they need extra support right now. This is the perfect time to deepen your relationships with them. Connect with those who you love most, and especially your parents and siblings and other people that are close to you. Talk about your situation. Now, not with your children, okay? Do not burden them with your issues about your divorce, but invest in your relationships with them. Get to know them better. Spend more time with your children, your parents, and other family members during this time. It is healing and healthy for everyone involved. And number six, make goals for your future, okay? Think about where you want to be in one, two, five, ten years from now and look for role models and mentors who've been divorced and navigated it well and blended their families well and talk to them. Write down specific goals that you want to achieve for yourself, for your family, for your life, and look for others who have similar goals and values and who've been successful in staying faithful after divorce and choosing a, a new spouse and having a healthy, happy second marriage, parenting after divorce, co-parenting, and being a good husband and father in a second marriage and raising a blended family. You can learn so much from others who have been where you are. Don't be shy about asking them how they did it. Get their advice and make plans to reach your own goals in the future and then set up an accountability system for yourself. You need checkpoints and a way of measuring your progress, okay? If you don't know where you're going, 
then it doesn't matter. But if you have a destination in sight and you can align your life with that destination, you will get there. Set up weekly or monthly check-ins for yourself and see how you're doing reaching your goals. This is the way, guys. And if you are in a difficult marriage right now or you're dealing with separation or divorce, this is especially for you. Take responsibility for your part in it and decide to learn all that you can and grow better from your experience. I hope you've enjoyed listening today. Take one or two of these ideas that you've heard and try them out and let me know how it goes. I love hearing from you guys. If there's something specific you want help with, bring it to a free coaching call. Everyone gets one free coaching call with me and I'd love to help you and be your life coach and help you grow better after divorce. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week, guys. Bye. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.